listeners, and welcome to the first episode of my podcast on sustainable fashion. First things first, let's just get into what sustainable fashion is. Uh, It has a lot of definitions, and I think it's different for everybody, but for me personally, I try to shop sustainably by shopping secondhand. I attempt to not purchase things that I really don't need from large stores like Forever 21, H&M, Tilly's, to name another one, like Victoria's Secret, things like that. Brands that produce mass amounts of clothes that are never going to be purchased. So I like to shop secondhand. I like vintage stores. I shop on eBay and Depop, things like that. I typically stick to places where I know that my clothes are not contributing to a lot of pollution or the people that are making my clothes are being treated fairly. So obviously if it's secondhand, nobody's making that garment again. So I'm not going to like go too far back into that brand's history, but for me, it is just making conscious choices about the brands that I buy from and where I get my clothing. So some pros I think to shopping sustainably are the fact that I get unique pieces almost every time I go. One of those things you'll see at some of these larger stores is that they have, you know, 20 of the same shirt out on the floor and there's so many other things around it that kind of look just like it. And then if I hop on over to the next store, I'm going to see that same shirt, maybe a little bit different, but I'm going to see that same shirt again. So it's like I can go store to store and each time I'm kind of just looking at the same clothes. That does not really inspire me uh, as somebody who really likes fashion. So I love that when I go into a thrift store or if I'm shopping on eBay, I can find those really specific pieces that are going to go with my collection. They will hopefully fit me and they are unique to me. So I'm probably not going to see another person out there with that exact item, at least not a whole lot, like what you might find with, you know, Forever 21. So that's like my first major pro to this is I like having unique items, things that I can show off. Another one is that if I'm shopping secondhand, I'm typically saving a decent amount of money. So you go to uh, your average retail store, you'll probably spend anywhere from $20 to $40 on a shirt or a sweater. Jeans nowadays, when I worked at PacSun, the jeans there were like $60. I do not have $60 to spend on one pair of jeans. So for me to be able to go to a Savers and spend maybe $10 or less on a pair of jeans, I consider that a win. That is a huge pro for me because I like to save money and still look really cool in my clothes. Huge pro. I love that. Um, I just want to say that, you know, I am fortunate enough that I can go to these stores like Savers and Goodwill and I'm almost guaranteed to find my size in something. That is not the case for everybody. So if that is something that you struggle with. This is not uh, like a diss track for you. You know, I don't want you to feel singled out if you are not able to find your size in those stores. You shop where you are able to find the things that fit you and make you feel confident. I'm fortunate enough that I can do that pretty much anywhere. So I have my options on where I can shop. That is not the case for everybody. So just as a general disclaimer, I want this to be a fun thing for everybody. I don't want this to feel shameful. So if you can shop secondhand, awesome. If you cannot, that is okay as well. Your minor contributions to that industry are going to have such a small effect. So keep that in mind as you're listening. Um, 
some cons to shopping sustainably or shopping secondhand. One is going to be price. Some of these uh, stores, especially like vintage consignment shops, which I love, really expensive. Sometimes they curate their collection. They spend a lot of time working on it. Some of them even fix up the clothes before they sell them. It's going to cost you an arm and a leg. It's horrible, but if you're able to put in the money for it, I totally think it's worth it. Um, if you're shopping in a place where they are making the clothes by hand, I see this pretty frequently on like smaller like stores I see on Instagram. They have a very small team and they make orders uh, as people buy them. So they're not producing a large batch. They are making them to order. So it takes a little bit longer to get them. So that means longer shipping times, higher costs per garment. So again, if you're somebody like me that doesn't have a lot of money to spend, that might not be the thing for you. But again, secondhand is awesome. You're still gonna find some really cool pieces. I love eBay for that. eBay is where it's at if you wanna find the really cool cheap clothes. Depop is a little bit higher in price. So again, kind of like those vintage consignment shops. Higher price, but a pretty high reward in my opinion. So if you can do it, again, do it. If you can't, don't worry about it. Um, so, um, you know, we just talked about low-end versus high-end uh, at some smaller thrift stores. If you're somebody that's really into, like, designer pieces, you're not going to find a whole lot of them there. So it's a lot of those lower-end brands, things that didn't cost a whole lot, but you might find that holy grail item there every once in a while. If you're really into high-end clothes, lucky you, um, there is a market for you in the second-hand, like, thrifting sort of community. You will find some of those high and brands again vintage consignment or ebay depop loads of people sell it so if you're looking for really really cool like high-end clothes you can still find it secondhand save yourself a little bit of money while also not contributing to any sort of pollution or bad company practices which i think is super awesome just as a whole, sustainable shopping is all about having fun. I don't want anybody to feel pressured to do it because, oh God, you know, I'm a horrible person because I purchased a shirt from Forever 21. Absolutely not. That is not the point. The point is really just that there are options out there. If you are somebody that, you know, is concerned about the environment or you want to make little changes in your life, this was one I adopted because I thought it was really fun and it gave me something cool to do in my free time, just go around to thrift stores and buy whatever I wanted. So this should be all in good fun. Don't feel pressured to do it. You know, little changes can spark big changes. So start small and let me know how it goes for you. I would love to hear about your experiences shopping secondhand or shopping sustainably. And I hope that through this series, I can be of help to some of you in really curating your perfect closet without spending a whole lot of money. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Hello listeners, thank you for tuning in to my second episode of my podcast on fast fashion. Today I will be interviewing Sammy Elder. Um, he is somebody that thrifts in his free time and likes to shop secondhand. So we're just going to talk about, you know, why he likes to shop this way and what are some of the pros and cons that he finds to shopping secondhand. So... 
Alrighty. Can you hear me? <clears throat> I can. Perfect. Um, hi, I'm Sam Elder. I'm a freshman at SLU. Um, I'm a frequent environmental activist and a friend of Abigail Fry's. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, can you tell me a little bit about your shopping habits and where you tend to shop? Definitely. Um, so, in the past year, I went through a different, I like went through like a transition in my shopping where I used to went, go to like mall stores a lot and like Old Navy and stuff. And then um, while doing research on like environmental activism and stuff, I learned that a lot of the ways that clothes are created are not very um, sustainable. So I started going to a lot more thrift stores. That's where most of my clothes come from now, other than hand-me-downs and stuff. So can you tell me a little bit about the environmental impact that shopping fast fashion has? Um, I think I can. Um, so a lot of like the clothing industries, um, whenever they're producing the materials for the clothes and everything, um, they either put off a lot of um, like emissions through like, you know, the traditional ways you put off emissions or um, sometimes they pollute like waters and stuff with dyes whenever they're using it and they throw things away. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ways they pollute the environment, but. So what beyond like the environmental impact inspired you to start shopping secondhand? Um, well, definitely a lot in like, um, like recent, um, like teen culture, there's been like a more uh, a shift toward like resale, and like a lot of kids now are buying a lot more things that are um, like second owned and stuff because it's fashionable now. Whereas before, a lot of like the hyped up kind of like brands like Supreme and like stuff like that were hyped up. Now a lot more fashion is trying to find things and make them work together and creating like you know, unique, dynamic looks by yourself. Where are some of your favorite places to shop nowadays in comparison to where you shopped previously? Okay. Um, I like to shop now. There's a Goodwill by my house, and I frequent that Goodwill. Um, on top of, like, savers, and um, oftentimes I actually steal, like, my grandparents' old clothes. <laughs> it kind of sounds weird, but, like, um, might be too much information for you but my grandpa died a little bit ago and I have been going into his closet and stealing his clothes which is super like weird but um I personally think that's better than polluting the environment so what are some of your favorite pieces to thrift when you go shopping I love a sweater a sweater or like a crew neck sweatshirt um I oftentimes don't buy pants because um, I already own a lot of jeans and those tend to hold up for a long time. So I really don't shop for pants that often, but I definitely shop for shirts, jackets, and sweatshirts often. Okay. Do you think that nowadays we're kind of shifting from, you know, like back when you and I were kids, it was kind of uncool to shop at thrift stores. Do you think we've kind of started to shift into a way that it's like, more mainstream oh yeah um on social media apps especially like tiktok and instagram and stuff um a lot more of the content is like um thrifting hauls if you will where people will like go to thrift stores for like however many hours and they'll come back and show you what they bought and how they use it um 
I feel like a lot more now we're accepting of um, not everyone has money um, to like buy hyped up goods and stuff like that. So um, I feel like not only is it more environmentally friendly, but we're also leaning toward a more like a less classist kind of um, fashion world where like it doesn't matter how much money you have, you can go down to Savers and you can put an outfit together no matter what. So, kind of on the topic of TikTok, have you seen some of the, like, haul videos that people are posting from, like, Shein and Zara and some of these more, like, fast fashion type websites? I have. I've seen a lot of shopping at those kind of websites. What's your opinion on that? Because I have a lot of opinions about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do think that it's more of a showing off wealth rather than a showing off how well you can put together an outfit or how fashionable you are. Because I feel like putting in the work to find, like, diamonds in the rough at these thrift stores and put them together to make, like, a good outfit is a lot more work than going to, like, online and ordering from Supreme or Gucci or wherever you're going to order. I think that um, a lot of these, like, hauls, if you will, aren't really hauls at all. It's just them buying a whole bunch of expensive goods, throwing them together and hoping that you like them because they just have, you know, price and class associated with them. Do you think that a lot of them are lying about the quality of these items? I know that they're lying about the quality of these items. I 100% know (laughs) because a lot of the times these, whatever kind of brand you're buying that is super expensive is not going to hold up. Um, Whether it's like a bag or a shoe or anything like that, like even the stuff that a lot of like celebrities wear on like runway and stuff, they don't wear it more than once. It's not because they don't want to repeat an outfit. It's because it breaks um, or rips. Did you know that on like some of these websites, like Shein especially, I think, I haven't done a whole lot of research into that one because to me it's relatively new. But I know that AliExpress caught a lot of heat for it being like a sweatshop type website. Do you think that Shein's pretty similar and that it's a lot of like child labor or like underpaid workers? I haven't heard of Shein, but um, oh really? I have heard, yeah, I have heard the rumors with Gap though about their like Vietnamese sweatshops and how actually terrible they are over there. Interesting. Yeah, I've I know a bunch of. Gap. I'm sorry. I've definitely heard of Gap. I know that H and M caught a lot of heat a few years ago. Yeah, a lot of the major like <laughs> mall retailers have a lot of that going on. Well, the thing about Shein, have you heard of AliExpress? Um, like, no. You, okay, so AliExpress, Shein, Romwe, all of these websites market themselves as having super trendy items for, like, dirt cheap prices. I'm talking, like, maybe $5 or less for a shirt half the time. So there are all of these items, and apparently they're super hit or miss, and you go on this website, and <laughs> they have all of these, like, really long names, you know, where it's, like a hundred different um like adjectives and things to like describe I think that was the wrong word I don't think adjectives is the right word (laughs) but they have all these weird like descriptors for it and then (laughs) you go in and you buy the garment and you get it and it's for like a child or something like that yeah that's what this website is promoting um that's what like the website is promoting or like all of these garments that they say are like super high quality and like really cheap but they're actually just made out of like tissue paper and like shoelaces 
Absolutely. I have bought something from Romwe about a year ago. Um, and it was a shirt, and I wore it twice, and it was a red and white shirt. After I wore it twice, it literally ripped on the collar. Oh, my God. From, like, being in the washer. It's it's so cheap. All of the, like, all of the materials, the labor, all of it is so cheap. And if it was in the U.S., illegal. <laughs> right. Well, what's really sad about some of these places is you you'll see this like particular brand i see a lot of them on instagram it's like independent brands you know like one person created the garments you know they're making them by hand or it's their design and they're getting them produced somewhere else and what you'll see a lot of times with these websites is they're ripping off these smaller brands and reproducing them for a cheaper price because they know more people are willing to buy them at a cheaper price and maybe sacrifice a little bit of quality um, and yeah. I had no and idea you, before I, like, toured the website. And I think you also, like, normally would associate, like, a brand with quality material rather than an independent, like, one-person-owned shop. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people would rather buy from a brand, whether it's well-known or not, than have, like, a person make it for them. Right. It's just crazy to me. And then I see all of these pieces. I've seen so many pieces from Shein end up in thrift stores. And it just makes me wonder if, like, people are really just buying them, like you said, to show off, you know? To be like, oh, well, I just bought 30 pieces of clothes, you know, I have all of this money. Um, But then they just end up right back in, like, thrift stores or in landfills or wherever they may go. Um, Absolutely. Again, we're just, like, contributing to pollution in the the world. It's crazy what's happening to some of these pieces. Um, A lot of, like... um higher up retailers too like Gucci and stuff they do use leather and that is so bad like the cattle industry in general is terrible for the environment oh my god Um, and so when they use leather and stuff like that they're really encouraging you know um, like the cattle industry and like not just like making leather out of it but Mm -hmm. you know they're not just going to make leather out of the cattle they're going to be producing a lot of meat a lot of you know yeah, it's almost like you can't care about the environment and also, like, wear things like that. Like, wear leather because it's, you know, even if, like, I myself am a vegetarian, you know, if I was to go out and buy a leather coat, you know, from, like, firsthand from a store, like, I'm essentially still contributing to, like, the dairy industry and the meat industry. Absolutely. It's like a double-edged sword. Like, you can't have one or the other. It's always both. <laughs> Mm-hmm. A lot of things are interconnected like that. Um, basically, the environmental problem is connected at every level, kind of. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what you do. You all at like at once will contribute to it at some basic level because of how the country is set up. Yeah. Alrighty, I think that is all. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to do this for me. You're welcome. Alrighty, listeners. Thank you for tuning in once again. Uh, next episode will be out soon.